this is hands down across the board unequivocally the primary problem in most relationships. It is the other person is doing something that I don't like and I got to figure out how to make them stop it so that I can be happy again. Mm. If only they would stop doing X, Y, or Z or start doing A, B, or C, then I will be happy. And so my entire focus now is how do I change another human being? How do I make another human being do my bidding? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what not to do to get your spouse to change. This is actually a really good one. It starts with, I am at that point, woman writing. So is there literally anyone here in this group that would be willing to let me call them up, even as a professional in quotes, just so they can tell my husband he's wrong about everything? Hell, or just one big thing. Do I hear $20 an hour? And then I'm being serious. Wow. This woman is looking for someone to call up her husband and tell her husband what he's doing is wrong. And she's willing to pay them to do it. The reason why this one stands out to me so much is because this is hands down across the board, unequivocally, the primary problem in most relationships. It is the other person is doing something that I don't like, and I got to figure out how to make them stop it so that I can be happy again. If only they would stop doing X, Y, or Z or start doing A, B, or C, then I will be happy. And so my entire focus now is how do I change another human being? How do I make another human being do my bidding? And this person is willing to resort to having someone fake being a professional, calling up her husband and telling her husband, it's all your fault. Wow. What do you think of that? Does that stir anything inside you? That just goes against every fiber and grain in my being. Uh, Blaming me or focusing on my problems when we have a fight or thinking about calling someone up and telling me I'm wrong. Yeah, having someone call up and faking being a therapist and saying, and first of all, there's two sides to every story. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, this woman is obviously very hurt. Very hurt. And I guess where my mind goes is, as I'm getting over kind of just the shock of the idea, mm-hmm. my brain says, this woman's very hurt and maybe very legitimately so. Right. But we talk about this all the time. Yep. You can't choose your feelings, but you can choose your behavior. Yes. And this behavior that she has is not a behavior that's actually going to bring any reconciliation or any forgiveness or any healing to the marriage. The only thing it will do is trigger his defensive brain. Yes. His survival brain. And he will stop being in any brain that says, I want to learn, I want to take responsibility. And he will simply dig his heels in and try to now prove or give evidence as to why it's all her fault now. Right, exactly. Because when you get blamed, your survival brain tries to put it off on anyone else. Exactly. And this is a recipe for disaster. 
even though I think you're 100% right. She is in 16 kind of pain past Tuesday and probably most of it is legitimate. I actually have no doubt about that. And she really needs to be heard and understood and validated in it. It is how you go about solving that pain will either make things worse or make things better. Right. And this is how to make it worse. Exactly. This is one of those, we'll use as an example of what not to do in a marriage. Because again, like you said, we spend a lot of time talking about, I actually can't make you do anything. Right. I can't make you get up from the chair you're sitting in right now, short of physically grabbing you and forcing you, which is now physical abuse. Right. I could try to bribe you. I could try to yell at you. I could try to guilt you. I could try to attack you verbally. I could try to threaten you. I could try to blackmail you. Unless you want to get up out of that chair, you're not moving. Right. So my job as a husband, my job as a spouse is to figure out how to communicate in a way that genuinely triggers your brain to do what would actually be a good thing to do. Right. Rather than doing something which is going to make you sit in that chair even more resolutely. Right. Exactly. Grab onto the bottom of it. and You can't make me move. Yep. Exactly. I dare you. And that's exactly what that response If she had someone call, that's exactly what it would become. And it's not going to work because the minute that happens, the list is going to be too long. Here's something else he needs to do. Here's something else that's wrong. Here's something else that he's got to change. And it's an impossibility. It is a way to sabotage your marriage, even though, again, we understand it's probably coming from a place of pain. It burdens my heart to see that. Right. The model instead that always works better is when you start to change your behavior and learn how to communicate your pain in healthy, appropriate ways, because you actually can control yourself. Sure. You actually can have control over your behaviors, over your attitudes, over your tones, over everything like that. And when you start to live the healthiest version of yourself, nine times out of 10, it creates an invitation for your spouse to go, I want to step up to the same level yes. as my spouse. Yes, that is so true. Not every time, that one time out of 10, there's that person who is probably going to be mentally unstable will take advantage of that. And then that's when boundaries have to be put in place. But most marriages radically change when one spouse starts to legitimately say, I'm going to change and become a healthier husband or wife because it's a good thing to do. Not because right. I make my, my spouse do what I want. I get, right. to, I get to manipulate them. Right. That's that that doesn't work motives. either. That's wrong motives. Yeah. I would say that she probably also needs to find someone that she can talk to yep. that is going to listen and understand and validate, but not fuel the fire. Yep. So, you know, you hear women talking to their girlfriends about the frustration that they have about their spouse and all their girlfriends are like, yeah, well, you should be mad. Well, you know, and it just fuels that instead of taking the time to just sit and listen and say, yeah, I can understand why that would make you frustrated or I can see how that would hurt so bad. And allowing a person, people need to be able to just share without things being fixed and sharing, just validating those feelings without influencing them Mm -hmm. or projecting their story onto their situation. Right. I think she really needs to start there. She just needs someone to be able to share with. Yeah. It would be nice if it could be her husband. That's who you're supposed to be able to. But obviously, he is doing something that's causing a rift there. 
I think this wife would actually would enjoy what I think most men actually need to have, which is there needs to be a gathering of men. You need to be known by four or five other guys mm. who are willing to get in your face when you're just being dumb. Yes. And say, what are you doing? Or why aren't you getting the job that you need to get to? Or why aren't you pursuing your spouse? Or why aren't you dealing with this issue? Or why are you drinking too much? Or why are you avoiding? Or when you have men who care enough about you to speak honestly to you, not offensively, but honestly, and call you on your crap, and you are willing to do that with them. Right. Now you actually become better men. You become yeah. better husbands and fathers and leaders in this world. But again, most men are terrified of interrogation, of that examination of their lives. The most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. We don't want to look bad. And so we shut down, we hide, we withdraw. That's the most common way men react. The second most common way is we now get boisterous and blustery and we actually try to overcompensate by proving how good we are, but it's still rooted in fear. Sure. This woman's husband would benefit greatly from having a group of men. And I think that's what she would love to have someone be able to do for her husband. Now, again, the only way that works, though, is not when a stranger does it. It's when there is emotional equity in the relationship, when there's a good relationship between men. And that is what makes speaking into each other's lives more powerful because you have a higher level of trust and you know we're doing this for your best interest. We're not doing it just to overpower you. So a stranger doing it rarely works well. Mm -hmm. Short of a professional. Now, both of them want to go and sit in front of a professional counselor like I am. The counselor can hear both sides and provide a neutral, unbiased evaluation of their relationship. He might hear some stuff that he needs to work on. But they both have to be part of it. It cannot be a covert operation like she is asking for on this forum so that she can get her husband to change. That is a bad idea. Very, very bad. And it won't end up good at all. So the reality is this lady's probably not the only one who's had bad ideas like this before. (laughs) No, probably not. I know that for a fact because you and I have tried bad things with each other (laughs) that just backfire and end up causing bigger problems. And most couples do something dumb like this at some point because they're just coming from a place of hurt. That's why we have been doing this Secure Marriage podcast. That's why we put together securemarriage.com. That's why we put together a little Secure Marriage quiz so that you can assess the part of your relationship that you need to start working on first so that you don't keep making dumb mistakes in your marriage. Right. And if you can keep learning one little nugget here or one little nugget there and you implement them on a regular basis and you do it together, now... You have a husband who's growing and changing, you have a wife who's growing and changing, and you're doing that together, and you start to develop genuine intimacy and vulnerability and connection and love, and the world is a better place. Yeah. All because of secure marriage and you and me, honey. (laughs) You're welcome. It takes work, but that's why we do what we do here. Yep. Because marriages are important, right? Really important. We want to see good, healthy marriages above everything else changes the world if we can get healthy marriages yeah if this is something that you would like to work on and you want to not do the dumb things start at securemarriage.com and we will give you lots of good ideas and not bad ideas yep and then if you have questions about your specific situation email us paul or shannon 
at securemarriage.com and we will get back to you and see if we can help you in your relationship. Other than that, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you later. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.